Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command is tall is rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern broadcasting from the windy city of Chicago. And from Chicago, bringing you the 396th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Our guest tonight is the famous star, George Jessel. But before we bring you George Jessel in person, here is Real One Portrait of the 4th of July. Since today is the 4th of July, our whole program tonight is devoted to 4th of July stories. And even though our first story happened on a 4th of July many years ago, I think you'll find it interesting on this 4th of July, for it's a strange story with a curious ending. 150 years ago, the biggest racetrack outside of New York City was located in Long Island. It was just outside of New York. Here, the young men used to meet and place bets on horses. And here, it was that a young man named John first met another young man named Tom. These two, John and Tom, became friendly. And they discovered that they were rivals, for they were both in the same profession. All their profession had nothing to do with horse racing. In fact, their profession was politics. And they both did well in politics, too. So well that both John and Tom made history. You see, John's full name was John Adams. And he became the second president of the United States. While John's friend Tom was Thomas Jefferson, who became the third president of the United States. And so, history records that our second and third presidents of the United States, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, began their rivalry at a racetrack outside of New York City. But you know, neither John Adams nor Thomas Jefferson is remembered only because they were presidents of the United States. Oh, no. These two are far better remembered as the author and co-author of America's Declaration of Independence, which was adopted on July the 4th of 1776. For you see, these two men, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, through helping write that Declaration of Independence and having it adopted on the 4th of July, helped to make the fly a national holiday. Naturally, both John Adams and Thomas Jefferson were extremely proud. The Declaration of Independence, which they had helped to write, should be celebrated each year on the 4th of July as a national holiday. And each year on that date, these two men who'd made that day famous would hold a little celebration all their own. For on each 4th of July, these two, even though by now they were rivals, would return to the racetrack outside of New York where they'd met. Here these two would celebrate that day that they had made famous. And each year on the 4th of July, in their honor, a special race was run. A race which was named the 4th of July Stakes in honor of the national holiday which these two men had made famous. As the years passed, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson were not always such good friends. Their rivalry became even more bitter. But nevertheless, on each 4th of July, they'd always come back to their racetrack to watch the running of their 4th of July Stakes. On the 50th anniversary of their holiday, by the 4th of 1826, both of these men were expected back as usual at the track. But neither John Adams nor Thomas Jefferson arrived. They did not arrive on that 4th of July. For these two former presidents of the United States, who had made the 4th of July famous, had both died on that 4th of July, which was the 50th anniversary of the very date that they had made a national holiday. Shortly after that, the racetrack was closed. And then... Strangely enough, another president of the United States, President James Monroe, purchased the grounds. Not to continue the racetrack, but rather President Monroe bought this property to live on. And soon he built there a beautiful home. 
And there, on the site of his former racetrack, President James Monroe lived. It's strange, isn't it? That James Monroe, who bought this land, originally made famous by two former presidents who'd made the 4th of July a national holiday and died on that date, that James Monroe should die like they did. But he did. For he also died on another 4th of July. Portrait of a racetrack that was made famous by three presidents, all of whom died on the 4th of July. Real two. Tonight we're in Chicago getting ready to broadcast the Tamashander All-American Golf Tournament. The Chicago's used to championships, for this was the home of Bobby Riggs, America's professional tennis champion. And like other champions, Bobby Riggs uses Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. For here's what he recently wrote me. Dear Bill, it wasn't until I began using your Colgate Brushless shave cream that I found real shaving pleasure. That light, fluffy cream of yours makes my whiskers soft. Yes, sir, Bill, Colgate Brushless gives me speed, smoothness, comfort, real shaving performance, and leaves no grease to gum up my razor. It's Colgate Brushless Shave Cream for me. Signed, Bobby Riggs. And that is why we call Colgate Brushless the shave cream of champions. It's because so many champions in the sports world use it. And let me point out that lots of these champions have tough whisk planted in their skin. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is made especially for that TNT. Tough and tender combination. Colgate is made to give you close, clean, painless shaves that leave your skin smooth and your disposition wonderful. And at the finish, because it is light and fluffy, not heavy or greasy, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream rinses off in a flash. But look here, men. If you don't find Colgate Brushless 100% satisfactory to you, just send the top of the carton back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Now, is that a deal? Then ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions tonight. It's light and it's right. Real three. Profile of another Fourth of July story. Just a minute ago, you heard a story about some men who died on the Fourth of July. Now, let me tell you a story about a man who was born on the Fourth of July. His name was George M. Cohan. He was born on July the Fourth of 1878. And I wonder if you remember a certain song that he wrote. A song that went... Ah, surely you remember that song. It's Give My Regards to Broadway. It's one of the great songs that George M. Cohan ever wrote. And yet did you know that this great song of George M. Cohan's, this song was inspired by a jockey, a great little jockey named Todd Sloan. You ask... What have a George M. Cohen song and a jockey named Todd Sloan to do with each other? Listen as we stop the music and start the story. Just before the turn of the century, out of Kokomo, Indiana, came a little wisp of a man named Todd Sloan. Todd Sloan, who was destined to become the greatest jockey that ever lived. In fact, he was in such great demand that Todd Sloan went to England. Soon he was the most famous jockey in England as well as America. But great jockey that he was, strange as it seems... Jealous racing officials barred him from riding in England. It was a cruel blow, but Todd Sloan took it with his chin up. He tried to hang on to get back into racing, but by the time they'd let him, he was too old to ride anymore. And so once famous Todd Sloan came back to America and settled in California. The years passed by after that. One day in California, Todd Sloan went to see a musical comedy by George M. Cohan. A musical comedy called Little Johnny Jones. And as the curtain went up, Todd Sloan sat watching George M. Cohan's musical comedy in amazement, for there on the stage in front of him was the story of his own life, the story of a jockey who'd become so famous in America that he'd gone to England, only to be barred from racing in England. 
and of the bad luck that had followed. The play went on. Next came the scene where the actor playing the part of Todd Sloan was singing the hit song of the show, Give My Regards to Broadway. The make-believe jockey on the stage was singing of how he loved Broadway and Broadway's bright lights, of how he's going to leave England and come back to Broadway. Todd Sloan sat watching it as long as he could. And then, then perhaps he didn't want to see the finish, or perhaps seeing his own life play before him on the stage was too much for him. But whatever the reason, suddenly Todd Sloan stood up and cried out, Stop it! Stop it! The music stopped. People stared. And the ex-jockey fell forward unconscious. They carried little Todd Sloan from the theater. And the next day, he was dead. And that's the story. The story of a great little jockey who was fatally stricken while watching his own life played in front of him on the stage. So ends the story. A story set to music in a play by the immortal George M. Cohan. George M. Cohan, who was born on the 4th of July. And it's strange that George M. Cohan, who was born on the 4th of July, should write a song. A song about a racetrack jockey. For once before, another songwriter who was also born on the 4th of July had written another song that had also become famous at a racetrack. This other songwriter's name was Stephen Foster. And the song he wrote is played each year before the Kentucky Derby. For it's he who wrote, My Old Kentucky Home. Profile of two songs that have contributed to horse racing history, which were written by two men who were both born on the 4th of July. Real 4. Tonight we're broadcasting from the windy city of Chicago. And here in Chicago is the best in the West, Don Elder. To start the morning nice and bright, use the shave cream that's light and right. Yes, indeed. Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, is the light, fluffy shave cream that does right by tough whiskers. I'm telling you, it's a pleasure to shave with this light, fluffy cream... Because it stays moist clear through your shave, doesn't dry out, doesn't dry your skin. With a fresh, cooling touch, Colgate Brushless softens your whiskers so your razor fairly skims them off, leaving your face smooth, your skin refreshed, and your morning disposition marvelous. Colgate Brushless is available now in tubes and jars. Treat your face to a real championship shave. Get Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, tonight. Now, back to Bill Stern. Real fine. Colgate's camera close-up of George Jessel. Our guest tonight is the famous actor and motion picture producer, George Jessel. And in order that you may hear George Jessel in person, this is Bill Stern switching you from where I'm standing in Chicago. The next voice you hear will be George Jessel speaking from backstage at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You know, each week I have Bill Stern telling these strange sports stories on this program. So tonight I'd like to tell one. Many, many years ago, there was a prize fighter named Joe Howard. Joe fought in the middle before the turn of the century. He was a good little fighter, Joe was. And finally he was matched to fight the Antiway Championship of the United States. It was a great fight with each boy trying desperately to win. But when it was over, they said that the new Bantamweight Champion of the United States was Joe Howard. Well, Joe Howard is not remembered because of the Bantamweight Championship... No, no. He's remembered because he wrote a song. The greatest talk song ever written, I Wonder Who's Kissing or Now. And that's the reason why I'm here at the Fox Theater in Detroit. 
For I've just produced a picture, which is the story of Joe Howard's life for 20th Century Fox. And we called the picture, I Wonder Who's Kissing Her Now. We're opening in Detroit here tonight. And here's the boy who plays Joe Howard in the picture, handsome Mark Stevens. Thank you very much, George. You know, I never thought I'd be playing the part of an ex-fighter. This Joe Howard must have been quite a guy. He was and he is. Ladies and gentlemen, right backstage is here tonight is the star of the picture, the lovely little blonde June Haver. June, say hello. Good evening, everyone. It thrills me to be part of this tribute to Joe Howard. And now here's Joe himself. Ladies and gentlemen, the man whose life we've just made into picture, Joe Howard. Hello, everybody, everywhere. It's good to be alive in the audience and see your life on the screen. My heart is too full to say any more. And that's the story of a kid who started the Bantamweight Championship of the United States and won it. And tonight has seen his own life story come to life on the screen. And so this is Georgie Jessel backstage at the Fox Theater in Detroit, returning you to Bill Stern in Chicago. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night. That's thanks to George Jessel, Mark Stevens, June Haver, and to Joe Howard. God bless you, Joe. And that's the 3-0 mark for tonight. We've been broadcasting tonight from Chicago. We'll be back next Friday evening, same time, same stations, when our guest will be one of the most famous baseball players in all of America, the star of the Cleveland Indians, the man who's already pitched two no-hit games, Bobby Feller. So be sure and be with us next Friday evening, same time, same stations, when we bring you our special guest, one of America's most famous pitchers, Bob Feller. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now... Until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Chicago. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command had lots to say. He told you tell the sports hero, the inside dope, he really knows to listen in next Friday night. Bill Stern's latest article on sports appears in the current issue of Sports Magazine. George Jessel and June Haver appeared on this program courtesy of 20th Century Fox. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from Chicago and Detroit. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.